Listen to you. Mom, I promise to bring milk. Don't worry. Clear, hello, secretary. Clear my day. Yeah. It's gonna be a long interview with this one today. Yeah. You should move back, mom. Cause the heads are cut off. Choices. I mean, like we, some of like some of us did the hair, bro. Like, come yeah, on, put that quiet. How about that? How about that? <laughs> What up? It's your boy Sets B. Happy Wednesday. But I'm not gonna talk too much today because I got my homie Shaz on the podcast. And we got two crazy, t- crazy topics today. One, uh, you're gonna meet Shaz, founder and CEO of, of uh, Bwa Fitness. Incredible company, great philosophy. And you'll hear Shaz's story of getting beat up many, many, many times but never quitting. And how he connected his passion to his purpose. And then the idea of quitting just disappeared because you can't quit something you're passionate about that has purpose and this is a great story so i want you guys to listen to it it's coming right up before we get to shaz the topic of today is accountability and y'all know how much i love accountability i've been talking about it in my career and my blogs for a minute and some people just don't know the difference between being accountable and being responsible for the longest time in my wall at the company, we used to have a big sign that said 100 slash zero. 100 slash zero. And what 100 slash zero meant is 100% of the time, I'm gonna take accountability for the actions and at no point will I have an excuse. So 100% of the time, I'm accountable for everything that I do with zero excuses. It sounds cocky because people that read it, that sometimes interpret it as unresponsible, all of a sudden feel like, hey man, that's not possible, that's not realistic. How can I be responsible 100% of the time? I'm gonna fuck it up, I'm gonna make mistakes, I'm not perfect, I'm human. And I, and I read them back in, I'm like, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying 100% of the time, be responsible. I'm saying 100% of the time, be accountable. Accountability is a layer above responsibility, okay? Take a simple example. If I hired you to babysit my kids, you're responsible for taking care of them. You're accountable for making sure they're, they're well and they're protected. And the accountability is a bigger, bigger message and, and a bigger emotional connection than the word responsibility. Because responsibility sometimes gives us moments of excuses. Not because you're lazy or you didn't do something right. That's what life does. Life gives you challenges and they become excuses for some people, they become challenges for some other people, but when you just look at your life as a business or even in you know, relationships as I'm responsible without accountability, you can truly never hold your own. And 100 slash zero reminds me and my people and everybody I work with that at the end of the day, what we say we're gonna do, we gotta get done. What we say we're gonna do and we can't deliver it, which is okay, life happens, Take accountability. It's not somebody else's problem, it's yours. And when we take accountability for our actions, both successes and failures, you have an opportunity to learn. When you're responsible and you have excuses, you cannot learn the way you have when you have accountability. And if you start to think in every relationship, how can I apply the 100 slash zero principle, which is 100% of the time I'm gonna take accountability for my actions in this relationship with zero fucking excuses, you're gonna go a long way. Let's get ready for Shaz. Hope you check it out. Please subscribe, it'll help me out a lot. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace, it's your boy Satsby. Today's exclusive interview is with my homie Shaz Khan, 
CEO, founder, Be Well Fitness, and you will, in this eight to 10 minute podcast, learn what it means to recognize that you're ready to quit, finding the strength not to quit, and then connecting your passion to whatever business you're in so that you can never quit really if you love what you do and you get to do it every single day and not about money but the benefits you bring to the to the work you do and the people you serve this podcast is about entrepreneurs talking about real life entrepreneur issues that you don't learn in school and you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. you've been an entrepreneur and self-employed for a really really long time so let's break it down first on who Shaz Khan is and how and when did you get into the fitness game? Okay. Well, um, so I kind of always was into working out and training, even when I was younger. Uh, when I wasn't doing this, I was kind of training my friends, but totally, totally into it before the Instagram days. Um, so I got into it at uh, early age, and then really, even when I got into school, I was thinking I was going to take business marketing. I knew I wanted to be in business, but I also knew I love fitness, but I didn't know if I was going to be just a personal trainer at a location, at like at a gym, or I was going to be, you know, running a business. So I went into business school, marketing, dropped out after, well, officially I dropped out after six months, but mentally I dropped out like within two months. <laughs> Literally, I did not go to school. I did not go to classes. Um, and I was just, you know, uh, it, trying but not really into it so i was like well okay this is really not business or they're not really teaching uh, what i want to learn um and so finally i got out of it and then i just got like a job at a retail state quit my retail job and uh, finally got into did i say quit i got fired from there too (laughs) (laughs) i got fired from my retail job um because i wasn't doing my sales and just being lazy because I wasn't into it Um, and uh, then I decided to get my uh, you know uh, uh, fitness certification and kind of like lead down that path Um, did have a lot of interest in that and then did well but then I tried to get a job at a gym Uh, got fired out of that after three months Um, not even three months I was like two months but and then I was like okay you know what I'm just gonna do my own thing so I lived at a condo gym and I had to um, facility and I just started bringing in clients slowly slowly eventually um, after like six months I had like 10 people uh, at the gym and eventually the condo management found out and they're like uh, you can't run a business here so I had to shut that down so boom uh, I was like okay what do I do now I was 19 at the time so I was like okay I will uh, try and open my own studio you know that dream of oh it's my gym and so finally tried that had a bit of money, whatever I had put all into it, um, didn't go so well. Nobody showed up the first class. Um, literally, no one showed up. A few people texted. It was just a wrong location in downtown. So it was just like um, they're like, yeah, this is beside a shelter. We don't feel safe, so we're gonna leave. So literally, no class the first day, and that closed down after a month. A lot of my uh, projects lasted a month to three months. Um, so I I left. Uh, after that, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start doing mobile training. So that's when I just started coming into downtown, just uh, seeing clients, just going to their condo gyms, going to their houses. But I would drive in from Mississauga every day and stay in downtown from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, or 10 p.m., 11 p.m. 
uh, that on hot summer days and super cold days was not fun because you really don't have any place to put in the time. Putting in the time. time. Yeah, so I mean, really started with like two clients, three clients, and then slowly grew, slowly went down, slowly grew, and you know, this business is just up and down. So, yeah, that's how I got started and uh, uh, just kept going, kept going. And this is me after I would say eight years, still, uh, still doing my thing, still struggling, still, uh, but still love it. Yeah. So. Well, the two things that I want to talk about you and why I, I thought you'd be a perfect candidate for all the entrepreneurs to hear it based on the story that you just said. One, uh, the topic of quitting always comes up when I talk to entrepreneurs because <coughs> some of them get in for the right reason, but they're not set up to handle it, so they don't want to quit. Some of them get in for the wrong reason, and then they're forced to quit. Mm -hmm. And your life has been a continuous momentum building pivoting thing mm -hmm. right yeah. uh, so let's talk about um, what does the word quitting mean to you and then in everything that you've touched how often did you think about fuck it I'm done I'm gonna quit this is crazy yeah and then what made you stick through and to get to where you are today to answer you, some, uh, you said quitting um, I did think about quitting a lot and what it means to me is like really going towards a way like either you weren't originally into it or um you really didn't work out or you found out that it wasn't really for you you thought it was but then you find out oh this is terrible um so for me that's quitting and i did think about it a lot because obviously money was an issue right um, do you remember like can you can you talk about like an actual scenario where you're like ah, i think i have to quit and then maybe that's not how you thought through but like you know what it's like when nobody shows up at your yeah brand new spanky that, gym yeah. like walk me through that feeling that that was definitely the time i thought i was gonna quit because i just i remember i was there and then i waited like 15 20 minutes nobody showed up so i locked the door and i don't know what i was thinking i was just like even if somebody best shows, way to get customers yeah. to come in even if someone shows up i'm like this is gonna like one person gonna show up i don't want to look like uh, <laughs> pathetic so i locked the door closed the lights and i just sat at the staircase for about an hour just staring down and I was like, okay. Um, what were you feeling? I was feeling beaten and lost. And, you know, a lot of people were expecting to hear how it was the first turnout. And phone calls started coming in. And I was just like, so a lot of people called. I was like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> right? It's just especially the parents, right? Because they were the first to like, yeah, like yeah. yo, what are you doing, son? <laughs> I remember my dad called and I said the same thing. Yeah, it was great. And, you know, just, uh, okay, I'll see you home soon and stuff, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that was was uh, very 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 tough and that I think I, I, at that moment I grew the most because just I just drove around drove around I just kept thinking like okay I don't know what I'm gonna do now I have the space that I lease for a year I don't know how I'm gonna get out of that and I don't know if I'm gonna keep going with this again I was just to thought this sold this dream because you know you see it online so much that you know it's gonna happen within two months literally that's what I walked into so I didn't have a plan for you know the, the the shitty times at six months or the year that it takes to build a business and you know we saw that would be well how long it takes, um, but you know so it, that moment did beat me up a lot. But I woke up the next day and I woke up with full of energy. I'm like I'm just gonna go keep doing it and that's when I decided I'm like I'm gonna save up again and I want to figure out which way I'm gonna which route I'm gonna take this time, uh, whether it's a gym whatever it is I am gonna do what I do best and which was uh, you know <coughs> fitness right what, what gave you uh, the the energy for the next day like you know one day you're sitting at the stairs 
depressed nobody showed up answering phone calls telling your parents everything is cool you, you do this drive to get your headspace into clarity you still have the space the next morning what changed what self-talk what you know changed um i would say just that feeling of just being down and i was like okay like either i'm gonna sit here or be like all right uh this didn't work out or really like for me it was like i have no other choice it's all in there was really nothing for me at that point right it's like you know i have to i have to figure my shit out i've quit pretty much everything or got fired from pretty much everything i have to figure it out now and i was like i'm just gonna go i do you know i have the few clients that i have that i go see mobile i'm just gonna go in and still do my best but like that feeling of being down and that high i don't know where it came in but i don't i didn't have it planned or didn't really think more about it but i'm like i'm gonna kill this no matter what i do right? mm. um the, uh, i would say i would say two three years ago you know but at those moments i did struggle with money even when i was kind of doing well i was just exhausted i was working my butt off but i wasn't really i would i wouldn't say like the passion kicked in fully right i love fitness but i was getting exhausted by the overtimes and everything that i was doing but you know um as you know uh you know my mom got sick uh she got diagnosed with cancer i would say no it's been about three years she's been clear everything is good now um uh, but you know that moment really woke me up because i was like wow i've been teaching fitness and health to everyone but i haven't been teaching it to my family and teaching it to my parents or you know really believing in the product that i sell right um and i was like i gotta change my way around like i don't want to sell get you know lose eight to ten pounds 12 to 15 pounds in two weeks because that's how originally i was selling like every other fitness gym right i'll like get results get slim selling that you know dream but then i switched it around like i want to sell good health but in a way that you know you you, you target you, once you prioritize health then you get to every goal that you want so i'm like then that's the time i started practicing it too because again before for me it was just like yeah you, 20 hits a day and get jacked only about looks right that's when it really changed around like wow it's not about looks at all it's about you know your health too so i would say now i'm more in the health business before i was in more of the fitness business um so again like similar but kind of different mm. right so yeah, that's when my passion kicked in the most, I would say. And that's when like, now I can work like nonstop and I never burn out anymore. I really don't burn out anymore. I did burn out back then, right? Um, I would have, I would just be irritable. I would like finish late and I was just like, I had, I was doing well money-wise, but I wasn't, I would say happy, right? And, but now it's just crazy how it changed. I guess I matured. So yeah, some people do say like, you know, I'm passionate about it, but they just like something about it, but there has to be a really, really deep reason for why you're doing what you're doing, especially if you're in the business. It has to be like what you're doing. You have to have a goal to change the world, impact the world. I think that's the thing.